What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Dino the Kid, and I am here with Kathleen Natalia, and we are loud in the theater. Back with another installment, y'all. You already know. Last time we got into some stuff. Today we're gonna get into some more stuff. Mm -hmm. But first, let's make Big noise, big, big noise. noise, big noise. We need an air horn for that part. Or some shit. Da, 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 da. Some shit. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll go first because I just got a popping ass email after a shitty ass week, a shitty ass night, and a shitty ass morning. <laughs> so <laughs> I just got word that my short story is going to be published in Speculative City uh, magazine. It's an online magazine that specializes in speculative fiction. It should be up next week, which will be the week that you're hearing this in. You're, you will be hearing this on Wednesday or it'll be up on Wednesday. It should have already been up by Monday. Yeah. So it's in there for y'all to listen. So I'm going to put it in the show notes and I'll put it on my social media where you can go and read it. The story is called All of Us. A little quick little synopsis. It's an alt history story that's horror about the Great Migration when Black people are moving from the South to the North to get away from Jim Crow laws mm -hmm. and all that shit. And my characters are trying to get from the South to the North. And there's something coming after them. And they don't know what's going on. Is it supernatural? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Oh. So, you know... Read it, enjoy it, you know, all the things. Anyways, uh, something else I'm going to make some big noise about is the trash. I wasn't going to do it, but my brother insisted that I tell the story on the podcast. <laughs> about how my home was invaded. Yes. By a goddamn roach. Okay. <laughs> Seeing a roach in my home, and even worse, who, who, even worse, that hoe was in my bed. Yes, yes, the hoe was oh. in my motherfucking bed. This, y'all want a horror story? Let me tell you a motherfucking horror story right now, okay? <laughs> Last night, I was like, I'm going to bed. I stayed up. I list, I watched the um, Keep Your Distance comedy show. Shout out to Kev on stage. So I watched that and then I was happy. I had some chocolate chip cookies. I was feeling good about life. So I was like, I'm going to bed. Even though my job has been pushing me, push it to the limit. My job has oh. been pushing me. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to go to bed and enjoy the re this good sleep. Watch me a couple episodes of um, American Dad and then I'm a knockout. So I'm right. laying on my stomach because I didn't want to be abused by my phone. You know, when your phone falls on your face. Got my phone in front of me and I'm watching. There's no light except for the light from the phone. And I see something shiny moving toward the light of the phone from the corner of my bed. And I said, what the fuck is that? So I hopped up. And when I hopped up, it stopped moving. So I was like, oh, bitch, I don't know what that is. But it wants to fight. So <laughs> I... <laughs> She has gotten in full defense mode. Yes. We have no ID on what this is as of yet. No ID. <laughs> but the authorities have been called. So I picked up my phone and I put the flashlight on and I shined it on it. And I was like, is that what I think it is? And when the light hit it, it ran. You know how Roach is doing light hit it. It uh -huh. ran away. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that a 
a roach in my fucking apartment? No, cannot be. I don't be doing the bugs. I don't be seeing the bugs. I don't be eating all over the place. I have specific spaces where I eat, specific spaces where I work. Yes, even in a studio, I designate those spaces. So I'm okay. like, who this whole thing she is? <laughs> Coming in my house and getting in my bed. So I turn wow. on all the fucking lights and I'm like, oh, it's going down. So I look and I don't see her on the bed no more. I go and I peek over. She's now behind the bed, like still on the mattress, but like behind it. And my bed is like the way the headboard is, it pushes out from the wall a little bit. Right. So I was like, okay, ho, I have a bug spray because I have a silverfish infestation. And that's the whole building. Silverfish? Silverfish. The whole building is infested. I've complained to management and they said that all they can do is just send someone to spray periodically. But the whole building is apparently infested with silverfish. There's nothing I can do. And I always see them in my bathroom. Remember I told you about them before and you were like, be careful because you read online that they go in your ears when you sleep and all that stuff. Yeah, and... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I so I was like, about... okay, silverfish. sounded familiar. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I got the silverfish. I got a bug spray that you spray like the corners where you see them at and it'll take care of them without you having to be bothered. So right. I had that already and I had already sprayed some places in my apartment. I did not spray around my bed because I was like, I don't be seeing no bugs over there. At most I see spiders, but I'm not like you. My <laughs> CJ, aka Nino the Kid, is arachnophobic. He is terrified of spiders. Yeah, we don't do terrified. spiders over here. <laughs> we do not do man. Listen, me it's a requirement to be in a relationship with me. <laughs> I will, I will kill water bugs, roaches, centipedes, anything else, but you got to handle the spiders. It is a requirement in a relationship with me, whether that's a friendship. Uh, 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 romantically I don't care what it is it, it is a requirement in knowing me and I understand and respect that I don't have a problem with spiders I don't like killing them because I feel like spiders are cool people I feel like they have a true purpose here on earth and so when I see a spider in my apartment if it's not like near my bed or fucking with me in any way or if it don't look like it's poisonous I'm gonna let them live I don't really fuck with them no I saw a spider um the night before last and it's like behind, it was behind my like my um nightstand a little bit. And I was like, I'm gonna let him live right there. He's chilling. I ain't gonna fuck with him. But this roach bitch, you cannot be in here. So I got my spray and I said, all right, I'm gonna go and spray her ass. Spray all on my bed, spray all around her ass. She flies off the bed, falls over. I spray her ass again and she goes up under my um nightstand. I have two different nightstands. One is a little bit smaller, one is bigger. She goes right. under the bigger one. Now I'm nervous because... I'm like, she can't go in my nightstand. That can't happen. That's where I keep my head ties. That's where I keep my Q-tips. You know what I'm saying? My vibrator. She can't go up in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She can't oh. go in there. That's a problem. So I'm, I'm like, so done. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so good. <laughs> so I see, I see her little body. It looks like she's dead now. I see her like underneath the nightstand a little bit. I shine the light and I'm like, okay. It looked like she's under the nightstand. She's dead. I'm going to spray more so that I can make sure nobody else gets in here. So I'm spraying behind the couch. I'm pulling the bed out. I'm spraying behind the bed. I pull everything out. I'm spraying, spraying, spraying. And I spray around my windows because I think that's where she came from. Mm. Because there's no other way to get into my apartment. There's no, I don't have no big holes, nothing like that. So I'm thinking my windows have cracks in them. And like, uh, you know, like they're not sealed properly against the, right, those. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think she got in that way. So I'm like, okay, let me spray all around my windows, spray everywhere. Spray all up underneath bookshelf. Everything got sprayed. I go back to go and vacuum up her body. The bitch is gone. 
It was like, you know how that moment in the horror movie where they think the killer is <laughs> dead? It's they Michael go Myers. Listen. <laughs> They're just Jason outside the barn house window. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, am I tripping? Did I did I accidentally like knock the body when I was pushing shit out? No, the, it's gone. It's not there. So now I cannot sleep in my bed knowing that this bitch is lurking around my bed. But I have nowhere else to go. My couch is a small couch. It's small. I'm five foot. I'm almost five foot three. And I don't fit on my couch if I lay down. It's teeny tiny. So I'm like, I can't sleep on my couch. I have to, I have no choice. So I was like, well, I'm going to leave the light on. And I'm going to just lay in the bed and sleep and hope, you know, I don't have to deal with no shit. So I go to sleep. Wake up this morning. I look around. I'm like, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing to look crazy. Maybe she crawled somewhere and died. So I'm going to let it go. I pick up my phone. I'm on social media. I've leaned over. I have a big body pillow that's almost as long as me. I have that next to me on my right side. I lean over, get my water, drink a whole eighth of uh, eight ounces of water. That's what you should do when you wake up in the morning. First thing you should do is drink eight ounces of water. It helps to get your awake. Right, right, right. Did that. From Kathleen. Tips from Kathleen. So <laughs> I go back and I lay back down. I'm like, let me scroll through social media a little bit, you know, see what's going on. And then finally, I'm like, all right, you know, I've looked at all the things. Let me get up. And I stretch a little bit. And, you know, I see out the corner of my eye, that hoe is standing proud on my body pillow. I jumped up. And she didn't move. I said, oh, bitch, you really trying to come for me? You think this is a game? I will fight you. <laughs> the fuck? Yo. I got up and I eased out the side of the bed. I went around, got my slipper, and I'm like, she really not moving. So I went and I flicked her ass onto the floor. Because I'm like, I ain't going to kill you on my bed. Flicked her onto the floor. And then she was gone. So I was like, okay. Okay, maybe, maybe I am losing my mind. It's been a long time since I've been out of my apartment, except to go to Target, (laughs) right? And so I'm like, maybe, maybe she was never there. Maybe I'm going crazy. It's possible. Maybe, as Francine on American Dad calls it, maybe I'm developing a schizophrenophobia. Maybe. (laughs) I'm dead. Something is happening to my mind. (laughs) Because where does she go? Yo. So twice, twice survived, twice. survived first, uh, survived chemical warfare, mm-hmm. survived hand to hand combat. The, me- the what's it called? The melee, the melee, whatever it's the called. The melee, yes, survived the melee and disappeared both times. I go in the kitchen, I come back, I see the bitches on her back near my couch doing the, 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 the leg flicker thing. She trying to get back up. And I said, no, you won't. And I took my slipper and I beat the shit out of that bitch. I gave her a good old Bronx stomping. And I beat that bitch till there was nothing left of her ass. I whooped that ass. (laughs) I beat that bitch like she was in bed with my nigga. I whooped her fucking ass. You understand me? And I know it's a her because she had an egg in her when I whooped her ass. And let me give you another little tip. If you do not smash the egg, even after it's dead, the egg will hatch and you will have all them babies in your place. You bet to smash the egg. Yes. Wow. I know these things because I did this research because I lived in a building that was infested with roaches. My apartment did not have them, but they were all throughout the building. Like walking up the steps, they'd be walking up the steps with you like, girl, you just getting home from work? Me too. And I'll be like, everywhere because my neighbors were disgusting 
the neighbor below me and the neighbor two neighbors over they put their mattress out because they were getting like new furniture and mm -hmm. their mattresses leaned against the wall and bed bugs and roaches were crawling out of the mattress up the wall that's how infested my neighbor's apartment was and as you know when you live in a building with roach people Justin. you got to really be on your shit to keep them out your place oh no, you know how, how much we be cursing them out just for the fact that you left that shit in the hallway, it could go into anybody's apartment. Now. Anybody. So I was like, oh, spray all around my door with my spray. Make sure. And that spray, when I tell you that shit is good, I originally got it. Well, I got it because of my neighbors, but I also got it because I had centipedes in that apartment. But for this apartment, I got it for the silverfish. So mm. I accidentally killed my spider friend when I was trying to spray for that roach that was in here. <laughs> but Charlotte, you had a spider friend named Charlotte. She was my homie, you know, she was living by the bed and she didn't fuck with me, I didn't fuck with her, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't like to kill spiders because I feel like they are anointed, you know what I'm saying? Spiders have a purpose here in the world. And so I, I don't I, like to fuck with them too much. I feel you that them niggas could bring down animals. <laughs> I, yo, we take for granted that we could just step on the motherfucker. Do I do not. One, they can jump like a motherfucker. I, I do not. I have seen this hopping my spiders. Horror. My this apartment. CJ, the apartment I lived in before this one, there was a spider on the wall and it was hopping like a bunny across the wall. And I said, I'm going to let you do what you do. So nope. I'll say, nope. I'd have been on the phone with management. Hello? So I just CJ, got these boxes. California, <laughs> how, how New York is with the roaches and rats, that is California with the spiders. They are everywhere. Oh. They are literally everywhere. They're, especially in Oakland. It is so bad. They are, you, there's no point in even calling them. What are they going to do? They are everywhere. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I can't. And I seen a video online one that I think it was in LAX in the airport where a huge spider covered in a bunch of little spiders is just walking through the turbine. And I mean, huge, like, like an eight month old kid. That's not real. Not at LAX, maybe I in a, maybe no, in Australia. People, it was mad people trying to um take videos and they was pushing each other. And dude, you can hear dude, he was like, yo, stop pushing me. I'm scared too. Like I just put the video. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my morning. And wow. that was like, whoo, that set me up because I was, I am still pissed. I changed my sheets last night because of that bitch. I was like, I can't sleep on these sheets. This bitch was in my bed. Mind you, I was going to change my sheets earlier in the day, but I was being lazy and was like, ah, change them later, change them later in the week. If I had changed my sheets and then a few hours later I had to change them again because of that hole, oh, I really would have been pissed. <laughs> I'm mad she really talking like she came home and caught her in bed with her bed. Listen, <laughs> that's what I felt like. <laughs> that is what well, I felt oh, like. Oh, man, this, this roach really has put themselves in a personal position. <laughs> you don't even understand. Anyway, we've been going on for a while now. Do you? Would you like to make some big noise? Nah, up? man, you covered it. I'm, I'm going to let okay. your big noise rock. <laughs> <laughs> you covered it. You went through trials, tribulations. I sure fucking did. I sure caught a victory with, with your joint getting published. Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. It's been a wild twenty-four hours. That's all I can say. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you just went through oh, it. Oh shit! All right, let's move on then. Uh, quick question. Yes. Your horror sci-fi or fantasy unpopular opinion you want me to go first i'm sure about it all right please don't come for me but okay. you know fuck it come for me i like a good fight 
as I told you. <laughs> I whooped the bitch's ass this morning. It ain't nothing. Um, <laughs> I feel like the Saw movies are trash. All of them, except for maybe the first two. The first one, phenomenal. Change the game in the horror world. Everything after two, garbage. I think on that one, <laughs> I like Saw's originality. It was only original in the first one. Where did the story go? Oh, the story oh, just went stupid. After, it, right. I think after uh, uh, John died, and it should have it stopped there. It was horrible after that. It was like it used to it started out with the first one, like, oh, you you've done something horrible, you don't appreciate your life. Let me make you appreciate it. And then it became you ate 10 cookies and you've been trying to lose weight. You failed on your diet. I'm gonna chop your head off. And it was like, what the fuck? These things don't even match the punishment anymore. Like they never did. But now it's really not making sense. Nah, I think it went towards um the the clinic that his wife started. And the, the 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 drug addict that kills his um unborn kid, you know, all, all of those things that that and the kid that he had, uh, I think that he had a kid that was living or something like that, or that kid died, or it, it was a bunch of shit that that he went through. I don't he even went know through these a things. car accident, and he was impaled in that car accident, and he had to uh, free himself, or he was gonna die, is that was what started him on the the, the whole mission to begin with. Because he felt like, yo, he wanted to live and he, he got out, up out of that. And he did that I based on him. I don't know any of this shit. Because I yeah. legitimately, after the second one, I could not sit through those movies anymore. They were so bad. They were so fucking I, I, bad. I, I, I still fuck with it. I fuck with it. So is well, my shit. That's why it's an unpopular opinion. I know a lot of people fucks with Saul. I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> my unpopular opinion. I think Hellraiser is great. I you think what? Hellraiser. You think it's what though? Great? Yes. John Carpenter's Hellraiser is a classic and it's great. I wish I could see my face. I no, it's not. <laughs> but to be honest with you, my opinion is probably more unpopular than yours about that. I um, think I respect it as the for the classic that it is, but it is a poorly made movie. The writing is bad. The acting is bad. The cinematography is trash. The, the makeup is so-so. It gets progressively worse as things go on, <laughs> depending on which Cenobite you're looking at. But, like, when they came out with buff pinhead, like, who was that dude with the chiseled okay, jaw okay, and okay, shit? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Once they took uh, the original dude out, that's when it's all down there. Like, I've, after it was that, down here before point, that. When they uh, were the Hellraiser in space, CJ, Hellraiser in space. Awesome. Yeah, that was stupid. But the <laughs> first three are still awesome. They're not, though. I love They them. gave us epic characters. Yes, they gave they us did. legendary epic characters. They made us look at the Rubik's Cube so much differently. They sure did. And I will never touch a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> but the movies are bad. You can, I, I cannot sit through. I tried to watch Hellraiser 1, like, sometime earlier this year and i was like dang i ain't seen hellraiser in a long time let me watch that shit and i could not get through i was like this movie is terrible love it it don't even make sense what is this story what is this mattress what the fuck is going on (laughs) i love it bro well you can i love it love it it. i'm good without it (laughs) i love it there's there's so much that that i've gotten from it you know 
artistically, you know, um, I, I just love it. But that doesn't it, I've gotten frights from it. I've gotten some serious frights from it. The movie, so like I said, every movie does not have to be the top budget. It doesn't have to be. No, it's not about the budget, CJ. Freddie didn't movie. have a big budget. You know what I'm saying? A Nightmare on Street didn't have a big budget, but it was a well-made movie. I mean, yeah. Hellraiser is not a well-made movie. The writing is trash. The acting is trash. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. That's fine. That's it's okay. I, you can love it. I don't it. know what else to say. I, I I'm telling you, but I don't think movie. your opinion is unpopular. I think mine is. I don't. I don't think your opinion is unpopular. I think most people would agree with you, because they're looking at it for the classic that it is. They're not actually looking at the quality of what was made. And I'm not talking about compared to now. I'm just talking about in general, compared to the time it was made in. Put it up against other movies made at the same time, right. horror movies. It is terrible. I love it though. That's good. I That's hear fine. what you're just saying, but I love it though. That's fine. That's okay. You can love what you love. I told you, I love plenty of terrible things. So, plenty. That's, okay. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be the terrible thing I love again. But that's I love fine. it. I love it. I love it. Well, well, let's get into uh, what is this here? The the oh, the man. the film of, that we're discussing this week. Uh, well, first, let me do a little recap. Last episode, we talked mm-hmm. about Willow. Was it last episode? Willow? Yeah, Willow. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. I forgot to mention was that they are in talks to make a Willow TV series for Netflix. And it's supposed really? to be like um, starting where the movie left off. 30 years in the in the future after the movie. So, so and, Laura Dannon is queen and she we don't know everything. I don't Hopefully, know. They, I, she I, should be. They she, went through I, all of that to make her queen. No, they went through all of that to make her so she could kill the queen. And then the queen killed herself by accident. So it was like, what, I don't know uh-huh. what, I, right, uh-huh. I don't know what the, the baby's purpose is, to be honest with you, but they said Warwick Davis is supposed to reprise his role, and he's 30 years older, and all that shit, and so hopefully it happens, they're still, still in the conversation. It'd be cool as hell to see uh, Warwick Davis, if he comes back, it'd be dope if he had a dope beard, comes that back be great, as Willow. From what I've seen dope. of him, like pictures, he don't have a beard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they might have to give him one. Seen, you don't yeah, have one of, on pictures. his own. So yeah, they give him a dope beard or something like that, and he comes back. And I, I think it'll be good. I would want to see it first. I, I would too. I would absolutely it. give it a, a try. I would, I would absolutely try. give it a watch. Yeah, I hope it does happen because I would love that. I love Willow. Yeah. But this week we are talking about vampires versus the Bronx. The Bronx. There was no way that there was going to be a vampire movie set in the Bronx. And we weren't going to talk about it. That just wasn't going to happen. Not at all. It's just not. Not at all. Okay. So, just in case people don't realize, we are both born and raised in the Bronx. Born okay? and raised. BX all day to the death of me. Understand? So, there's no way this movie was going to get by us. So, right. Let's start out with some general thoughts <laughs> about it all. It's it's written by uh, Oz Osmani. I think his name is. They call him Oz. Oz Rodriguez and somebody named Blaze Hemingway have never heard of either of them, but they're both huge in the mm-hmm. writing world, in TV and all that. I just didn't hear of them before. Um, Oz Rodriguez also directed it and it was produced by Lorne Mike Michaels. Um, Blaze is from Massachusetts. And I think okay. that's important to note. <laughs> I don't know where Oz is from. I could find nothing that said where he's from. I did hours of research trying to figure out where that man is from could find nothing i know that he's dominican at least partially so but that's all i could find so i don't know where he's from but what are your general first thoughts just 
when you finished watching the movie, how did you feel? Um, when it went off, I was pretty relieved. <laughs> I was pretty relieved that it, 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 it ended. Um, but it, it for me, it was like uh, um, it was a teeny bopper flick, you know, something for the family. Yeah. You know, it, was a, it, it had, you know, elements of comedy, something for the family you could sit mm-hmm. there and, you know, crack your jokes. If you've never been to the Bronx, it gave you something to, you know, uh, just have something to make fun of, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever. Just just a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically, in my opinion, it's my block with vampires and landmark locations. It was locations. very on-my-block on my vibes. Yeah. Very, you're right. I didn't realize that, but you're very right. Right. Yeah. It was my it was my block with vampires and landmark locations focused all in the Bronx. You're right. Um, but the one thing I did uh, like about it that they 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 focused on was uh, gentrification and and a lot of underlying themes. On that note, in gentrification and how they're pushing people out of their uh, homes as well as you know uh, getting rid of a lot of the local businesses owned by natives of the Bronx. And and, right. and just pushing these people out of their neighborhood. So I did right. like that theme. But overall, uh, uh, other than that, you know, I found the last, say, uh, 25, 35 minutes of it actually was the entertaining part for me. Jaden Michaels as uh, Miguel, a.k.a. Little Major, Little Mayor, you know, the hero. You know, he, he, he kind of reminded me of, of, of Huey from the Boondocks. Just a little bit. He really? kind of reminded me. Yeah, it was. He kind of reminded me of Huey from the Boondocks. Just a little bit. And, and old girl that was in there that I haven't seen in eons. I haven't seen this girl since Let It Shine. Ooh, um, I've never seen Let It Shine, so I don't know who you're talking I didn't about. Okay, that. hold on. Let me pull. What's her name? I don't know if if, if anybody's seen it. Method Man is in there for a yeah, few Method minutes. Method Man is in there. Zoe Saldana is in there for Zo- a few Zoe seconds. Saldana. Zoe Zo- Saldana. Zo- Who is that? Zoe Zo- Saldana. <laughs> She's in there for a few minutes. You Are know, you talking um, about the, the girl that played Gloria or the girl Coco that played Jones. Rita? The, the girl I was talking about. Um, Coco Jones. Coco she plays Jones. Rita. She's like the love yeah. interest, kind of. Yeah, she was in a movie. She was in a movie a while ago. You should have seen this movie because Elijah used to watch it every single day. And it's called Let It Shine. It, 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 it stars the little boy from Everybody Hates Chris. I know that. I know that he's in it. And I know that Elijah watched it every day. Those who don't know, Elijah is my, my brother's oldest son. Uh, I never watched. And I would walk through the living room while he was watching it. And I would keep my eyes forward. I would not. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> anything about this movie at all. So, <laughs> Except that the dude from Everybody Hates Chris was in it. That's it. Right. That's all I know. And that's only because his face is on the like the little poster for it. That's it. Right. Never so, watched it. You know, um, they, they, they pretty much, you know, for me, I see that they went through their, they're pretty much uh, uh, a, a, a common Goonies theme, a goal to save a neighborhood bodega and they block mm-hmm. from the real estate which, developers. Which, let me say, the kid Mero right. did the damn thing as the owner of the, the poppy of the bodega. Right. He, he was so good. I did not expect him to be that good no shade it's not like i expect him to be terrible but he's not an actor that i know of i don't know him as an actor and so right right i was shocked at how good he was i didn't think he to me he was right up there with the people who probably have been acting for years he did so good to me yeah so good i loved I it his role. 
I liked his role definitely. Mm-hmm. They they definitely like I said kept the good underlying messages and the key thing that they used to you that that they was using in the movie for you to notice these messages because they didn't want them to go over your head was keep your eyes open. If you watch the movie, you'll see that that's a quote that frequents in the movie. Keep your eyes open, mm-hmm. telling you to watch out for things that are changing in your neighborhood. You know, due to gentrification and all different kind of things. So, right. real estate developers are part of that process. I wish I would have had more time to research some information about the Bronx being gentrified because the Bronx ha- is like the the last borough to be gentrified in New York, and a lot of that has to do with the way the Bronx was designed structurally. Right. Um, the way the subway systems are designed, the way the bus systems were put together, a lot of that was done so because the Bronx was made to be like a hood, pretty much. They set right. it up to be like congested and 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 um polluted. They set it up that way. And so it wasn't really a desirable place to gentrify right until recently. And the reason that it has been is because everywhere else has become so pricey. The Bronx is the last place for people to go to get an apartment for a decent amount of rent. So we're seeing a lot of people being pushed out of Brooklyn, being pushed out of Harlem, and they're coming to the Bronx because that's where you can still get a one bedroom for a decent Mm -hmm. price, you know what I mean? Or three bedroom for a normal price. And so, yes, gentrification has been happening in the Bronx, but not to the level that it has happened. Like the way Brooklyn has been completely like, yeah, almost Brooklyn whitewashed almost, yeah like completely what i see happening is the bronx saw that happen to brooklyn they saw that happen to harlem and the bronx is gentrifying itself and so there are a lot of black and brown people starting their own businesses uplifting their own communities and working together to make sure that they are not pushed out or priced out by white people who can't who have priced themselves out of the boroughs they were already in so. Yes, and then and also take notice. And one thing that I say is, when they say in the movie, where they say, uh, "Keep your eyes open," you know, there's one thing I noticed long time ago when a lot of the gentrification started taking place. A lot of these red brick buildings that has popped up in the Bronx. So now you, a, a lot of the old buildings are, are brown, or or, or tan. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these new red brick buildings. These red brick buildings, I'm not sure what the color uh, uh, significance is, but they're they're built 100% differently from what uh, standard families, you know, can actually hold in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. You know, a family of, of, of three are living in really small, really mm-hmm. small uh, uh, bedrooms, living rooms and they're doing combinations because they're trying to make it so they can fit the maximum amount of people in in the in the space and so they're making everything a little bit smaller a little bit smaller kitchens are a lot smaller the stove and the refrigerator are super tiny Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to make everything smaller more compact but let's get back to the movie because we can go into this gentrification talk and go right you have your likes and dislikes i have some of mine right one of my likes was that this shit gave me the Bronx feels. I love the way it represented the Bronx as far as people always thinking of the Bronx, which is another message in the movie as like this kind of like the dirty borough, fuck everybody in the Bronx. Nobody gives the Bronx any love. They treat the Bronx bad. It is forgotten about. It's overlooked. It's underappreciated. People do the Bronx dirty and treat the Bronx bad. 
that's right. what's real. And that's why I rep the Bronx so hard because I'm like, and what you Indeed. think of where I'm from lets me know what you think of me. And so Indeed. that's why I rep the Bronx so hard. I walk around in San Francisco and Oakland with T-shirts that say the Bronx, big across them, from the Bronx, bookish in Bronx. I get all my Bronx merch from Bronx Native. Check them out on Instagram, Bronx Native. Okay. They have a website. They All they shit say the Bronx on it. They they all about the Bronx. They're all about uplifting the Bronx. They're all about us as... as um. As Nipsey would say, Nipsey Hustle would say, buy back the block. And they're right. all about that. And so right. I love them and I support them every chance I get. I stay buying shit from them all the time. And also check out The Bronx is Reading. It's a huge event that they have every year where a bunch of writers, booksellers all come together and they just talk about it's all about how to get into the industry of writing. It's all about the latest books out. She has people coming do talks. Agents come to talk to writers in the Bronx. She does all that shit. Um, I can, ooh, I'm going to put in the show notes all of the, because I'm always looking for the shit that's happening in the Bronx. I'm going to put in the show notes, show notes that there is a like artist space in the Bronx. Right. So I loved that they gave a really positive representation of the Bronx in the sense that I didn't feel like it represented the Bronx in the way like it didn't feel like it fully showcased the Bronx I felt like they were very specific to like Dominican Puerto Rican representation in the Bronx I don't feel like they really like you know what I mean but right it was a Dominican man who wrote it Dominican man who directed it I get it so which I'm gonna get into a little bit more later you know, we go to like I got some questions just everybody knows Dominicans are not the only people that live in the Bronx they're not it's it's two thirty third is all, all Jamaicans. Listen, we gonna get back to that. Pause on that. We gonna come back to that. Um, so I love like all the random shots of the Bronx and all that because you know that I, I love I love I that. loved all the random shots where I was like, oh, I know that, I know that. I know, That's yeah, what I did. Yeah, I know that. That's what I've been. I know that part. I know that. That shit was that had me hype. I loved it, and I love the fact that these were just like regular, regular kids. These were not like no street kids. They weren't dirty little kids. This is what is mostly in the Bronx. Right. Oh, bony little pointy elbow boys. And you know what I'm saying? Dark skinned chocolate girls. And all they do is run around in the Bronx, making a mess and beating on everybody's nerves. Just being regular ass kids. And I love that. Right. I appreciated that. Right. So I thought that was definitely cool. I like I like the way they did um. You know, it was a little over-exaggerated, but I, I definitely liked the way they did uh, the, the embarrassment that came from the parents. Screaming you know, out the screaming window. out the window on them. That right uh, there. Oh, man. I, I've been through that one too many times. <laughs> leaning out on the fire escape. Get your ass in the house. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, baby. You don't come in here and pick your funky drawers up off the... Come on. I've gotten That's it all. That's real shit. I've gotten it all. <laughs> I've gotten it all. That's real shit. Yeah, I I love that part. And I love that they had some dark-skinned Black girls Mm -hmm. being leaders of the community, love interests, the voice of the community, which was Gloria with Glow TV. I I love that girl. Yeah, she was was doing her thing. Yes, she was. Her name is Imani Lewis. I was like, you better come the fuck on. She was like, what up, what up, y'all? This is Glow TV. You know what it is. I'm coming to you with the tea. And all that. she was like, yes, girl, with her own little, yes. like, her IG stories or whatever it was, like her YouTube channel. And it was just yeah. like, it was the shit. It was the sh- I loved her. And I loved, like, that Coco Jones was the love interest. Like, she's not this little bitty. She wasn't no, not saying, like, there's anything about her body. I don't want to bring attention to her body. But a lot of times when you see this, it's like a white girl, a light-skinned girl. They're super petite. Yeah. 
You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Super petite with, you know, the soft curly hair. She looked like a regular black girl to me. Yeah. You she know what I'm saying? Girl. And She's I like a straight up black girl. Just the and the girls that you see just in the Bronx, just a regular black mm-hmm. girl. Okay, yep. just being cute and being regular. Yep. And them boys was in love with her. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they, they were youngins too. They okay. was young and she's yeah. 16. They youngins trying to Yeah, get and they that. kept saying they were like, she is 16. Like she they were saying like she's 40. She's 16. Right. She ain't gonna talk right. to us. Like, I was like, well, right. how old are y'all? The, 13. The way, the way he leaped it for the kiss, <laughs> the way he leaped it for the kiss, and I was like, oh, the hero didn't get the girl. <laughs> that's not what this is she's just no no (laughs) he leaned in and she was like what you what you doing and he i thought nah that's not that's not what this is i'm giving you props that's not not what this is at all you 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 read these things all the way wrong shout out to gloria throwing her tim at the vampire bitch i was like you better big fact okay Okay. Big fact. When I saw she that with the constructions, sent that shit flying to her face. I was like, "You better <laughs> represent the Bronx right, because you know we would." You know <laughs> we. Would. And the one thing that I did see was um, uh, we have certain people in the Bronx who walk through clueless. Shit be going down, and these motherfuckers could walk right through that shit and don't Here's know what, what the hell just on. happened, and then turn around later and be like, "Yo, I was just there." Mm-hmm. That was them two motherfuckers that they took the yeah. chair. Yo, no, no. The other two, the two chicks that was walking by talking. Oh, yeah. And they was like. When they were fighting oh. the vampires. Yeah. And it was a like, whole oh. crew. And the, the vampires over here. And they just walking by texting like, yeah, girl. Because I told that motherfucker, you can't be talking to my nigga. And exactly. They was, oh, that was like, excuse me. There's a thing happening. The fuck are you like, doing? Yo. <laughs> and they got the nerve to look at her like, yo, girl, who that? She was like, I don't know, but she ugly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And that's which that is some Bronx, some Bronx shit because you know say, a Bronx man. girl will listen. Yeah, I'd have been there though. as a Bronx girl. I've definitely been in a position where, like, that bitch ugly and got been in some situations because yeah. I done spoke a yeah. little too fast, spoke my mind. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 we, we kind of got this thing where we just let you know how we feel. <laughs> Tell you, I mean, either way, I mean, the outfit ain't shit though. <laughs> Pretty much, right? like, it's just gonna be you gonna know what it is. That's it. <laughs> I was you still got the that. receipt. That's what you, you still got the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> I used to frequent that conversation. You still got the receipt. You see if they let you take that back, though. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. You really feel this way? <laughs> All right, give it a trial run to the store, and then we'll mm-hmm. see. I'm glad mm-hmm. you got the receipt. Give it yeah. a trial run, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was fucking with that shit. I was fucking with the two girls that were like leading the, the show and the message I thought they did like you spoke about them talking about gentrification and then we talked about how they talk about the Bronx being forgotten and we have where the vampire woman says, No, we are gentrifying, but we don't want to change the Bronx. We want it to stay the same because no if nobody's paying attention, nobody cares and nobody's watching, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And that's real. That's a fact. And I think part of that fact is if you notice, I, I don't know. If, I, I'm I'm a New Yorker to heart, so I can tell you that the Bronx is the only borough with no midtown. Yeah, we don't have a, a downtown area. We don't area. have a midtown. We don't have a downtown Mm-mm. area. Every other borough has a downtown Brooklyn, downtown Queens, downtown Long Island. I'm saying every every place got it. The Bronx has none of that. The closest so, we probably have to that would either Fordham be, would be Fordham, Fordham or 161st, right? 161st, which is where this film mostly was around in that area because they talked about the courthouses, which is around 161st. And how the vampires had taken over the the courthouse and bought Mm -hmm. it out and were doing all type of shit in there. Let's talk for real quick about 
dislikes. Okay. Do you, I know? Do you have? I know you got some. You got some feelings. <laughs> what, what what dislikes do you have? So when 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 I first saw the mo- the trailer for the movie, I didn't expect it to be as cheesy. You didn't? That I, I expected it to be a little more serious. I didn't expect it to be as cheesy as it was when it first when I first started it. Because mm-hmm. even the, the movie itself, it didn't start out cheesy. It started out kind of serious. They never went that route. So that kind of took me. I expected me, the cheese. I, I honestly did not expect it. I did not. I wasn't even looking for that. So, and even with, um, I expected to see a little more Method Man. Yeah, his role was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Why like, is he here? <laughs> like, what are you even here for? Like, like, they just needed a celebrity face, I guess. I guess, so, but they had Zoe Saldana. So it was like. Right, yeah, you know. And she was there for 30 seconds, you know. So. The first 30 seconds of the movie, she was in there, and then she died, and she was gone. That was it. Yeah, that was that. That was that. She didn't even come back as a vampire. She Nothing. Gone. gone. They ate she her ass up, lunch. and she was tossed. That's it. She was just she was just lunch, and that was it. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I wanted more than that. And then even with Coco Jones, I liked the fact that she was a part of the crew, and she was a big member of the crew. Mm-hmm. I liked that she was a big member of the crew, but I still thought that, her 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 participation in the movie wasn't as as her role wasn't as big as right. it should have been. I agree. You know, she should have been with the crew more often. Like right, you know, it, it was parts in the movie where she had to run up on them. Like yo, thanks for inviting me, nigga. Mm-hmm. That y'all just spent the night with my people. Like I agree, fuck? and that made me kind of wonder if they altered her role after writing it. Like they made her amped her up a little more because maybe they were like, yo, you got this group of three boys doing everything you could add in a girl like you can right. do something like come on right. and so i wonder if they like altered her role a little bit after the fact because it felt like it was done afterwards like right. after everything was done they were like oh wait we got to rewrite and redo because she didn't really get to be a part of it like we want her to be that's what it felt like and she wasn't really a part of the fighting like i wanted her to right. be like yeah like he would I, come I in say a few words and then be... go and it was like is she a part of it or not? Like, can y'all exactly? Like, and come on. She she ended up becoming that 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 character who 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 knows what's going on by watching from the outside, right, and she wondering what, why yeah. nobody giving her no information. Right. You know, she becomes even though that she character. ended up giving them information, yeah, helping yeah. them out. Yeah, and you know, from the beginning, like she was like, "Oh, we deal with this. I'm Haitian." Right. You know, so it was a lot of things that she was coming up with and dropping points and hints on when it came to the supernatural and, and nobody was listening to her. Mm-hmm. They just looked at her like, eh, girl, them is your friends. Not listening you know, to black women, but whatever. Exactly. Very unappreciated right there. So mm-hmm. uh, rather it, it, it was the, the, the purpose, you know, a point to making a movie or something that just went by unseen. Uh, I think her, her role should have been in there. She should have been in there a lot more. You know, especially engaging with the crew and really solidifying her roles, really solidifying her place so that where when at the end, when they were celebrating victory over the vampires, she was a part of the hero. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted that for like, I agree. I agree with that completely. She she needed a bigger role. One thing that was a huge dislike for me for the movie overall, and it was triggering a little bit for me was Bobby, the only Black American boy in the group. I did not like his portrayal in that movie. And that is... Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I I also made notes on Bobby, too, because, you know, he he gave me that... that feel as the, as Barbie Bobby being the uh the dark skinned friend with 
all the negative uh, elements yes. of self-destruction. Yes. And none of the, the other kids, the, all the other kids had these same elements yes. in their environment, but it didn't affect them yep. as much as it affected Bobby, um, which is revealed as, as a drug dealer named uh, Henny. Henny. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the reason why his black ass don't got no daddy, because uh, his daddy was going through the same things with Henny. CJ, you so, are hitting uh, all the points. Making yes. him... Uh, uh, basically a marker for you know the Frasier. Yes. It really uh, bothered uh, me. Just like the phrase you you just like your daddy type shit. Like yes. That, that, that phrase that, in particular. That Ooh, yeah. that irritated me to my core because I was like, why do they have first of all the the, the darkest one? He is the yeah, darkest, the darkest character. Kid and well, then next to Coco Jones. He's next the to Coco Jones, character. he is the darkest character. Yeah. In the friend group, in the hero group, he is the darkest character. And it bothered me so much. I wrote that line down. You're going to end up just like your daddy, dead in yep. these streets. They kept saying that to him, where yep. apparently his father got caught up in some shit. Apparently he died mm-hmm. or was shot up or whatever. I don't know. But it was like, why is the only Black American character dealing with that, those issues? Why exactly. is the darkest skinned character dealing with those issues? Yep. Because from what I saw, None of the other characters had their father, but he's the right. only one that being talked to. In fact, one of them didn't have either of their parents. He was being raised by his grandmother. Right. And so why is his story? You're going to be right. just like your daddy. You're going to end right. up in these streets like your daddy. Why is he the one being pursued by the gangbangers? Why right. is he the one being threatened by the streets to lure him in? Why? And that right. bothered me because it brought me back to so much of what happens in the Bronx where you have Dominicans who are Black people, but treating Black Americans like they are better than them, who oftentimes live in the same situations as they do, but are treating Black people like they're better than them. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not Black, I'm Dominican. Right. I'm, I'm not like you, I'm Dominican. And right. that's what that made me think of. And it really bothered me because it was like, why is his home life that way? Why is his mother the, the one that's like, don't be like your daddy? And, and then the fact that when everything went down and they all got in trouble, it was only Bobby that was getting blamed for it all. Right. Bobby got blamed for the whole thing. When they when the whole crew got in trouble, his mother was like, yep. I know it was you. You did all of this. And neither of them stood up. And I think that was why the conflict developed later on between uh, Bobby and Miguel. I think it right. was because he was like, yo, y'all let me get in trouble for all this shit that we all did together. Right. You and know I what think, I'm saying? And I don't know if it was uh, uh, the perp- uh, uh, on purpose by the writers to actually put two of the, the darkest uh, cast members and such a bond with Coco Jones not having such a big role mm-hmm. in the movie and Bobby's character as a, as a young black male and, and having all of these negative influences from the from being out in the streets all the way back home to the psychological damage that his mother puts on him by certain mm-hmm. things that she says to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if it was, if, if it was purposeful, if it was purposeful just to bring, uh, education to how melanin can get you you know get, get you know how melanin is perceived but that's saying? the thing i don't think that it was purposeful in that sense because i don't think that like i don't think they were trying to give a positive message because right. all of these characters are melanated right. just def- different levels bobby is right. the darkest one but they all are brown skin right you know what i'm saying to different degrees and so that didn't fit for me and like we said none of them have their fathers in their household Right. So why is his father the one that was shot up by gangbangers? Why right. is he the one that's in danger of joining a gang and becoming a thug on the streets? 
why isn't that an issue for the other ones? Why are the other kids smart, the smartest kids? Why is it that Bobby was kicked out of school for getting into a fight? Because remember, that right. was something they talked about in the beginning. Yeah. Bobby was kicked out of school for getting into a fight. Why didn't the other two characters get into that? Right. That bothered me. And alone. the fact that at Bobby's house, we went to all the kids' houses, right? All the three main characters' houses. I can't remember the other boy's name. It was Miguel, Bobby, and then um, Luis, I think his name was. Yeah. Was it Luis? It don't matter. Yeah. Either way, it was those three characters. We went to all their houses. And I think the other kid's name is Luis. He lives with his grandmother. Yes. And they live Luis. in like a... Luis. Okay, a nice little house. Yes. And then we see Miguel's house where his, he's with his mom, who's a single mother. And it's just them two in their nice little apartment. And then we go to Bobby's house. And it is packed full of people. Right. Packed full of people. Right. Noise all in the background. Right. And his mother is the one that's you going you going in in the sassy black lady. I told you boss you better and did and I was like what the fuck is this? Right. What is going on here? Right. The only black american character. Right. Got that representation. Right. It really bugged me. Right. Cuz that's the way black america can be perceived. But that's my thing. With- if you are a black person in america, and that's the thing. Every black person in america is not black american. Right. Okay. And every black person is not African American. Those are different right. things. I am a black American. I am not African American. That's how I identify. And right. so if you are truly saying, okay, I'm going to give the proper portrayal to people, then you're going to show what is real. Because growing up in the Bronx, I didn't know a lot of people whose daddies weren't in their life because they was dead, shot up by gang. I don't know about you, but I don't recall that growing up. Most of the people nah. I knew who, if their daddy wasn't around, it's because he just wasn't shit. That pretty much that's what I that's what that's I know. That's it. He was fine. either that or, or the, the 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 mama was just more than these niggas bargained for. Right, and that's it. I, there was no he in the gang. He in you in, in and out of jail. You know that I didn't see none of that shit for anyone. And so it bothered me that that was the way they chose to represent Bobby because it was like there was so many other things they could have did with that character. So I mean, I do things. know a lot of. I did grow up with a lot of dudes who, uh, you know, their dads were in jail. You know, but that was like again. That's that's due to when you find yourself, uh, when you when you build a family, you find yourself separated from that family, and you start resorting back to shit you did before you had a family. I guess I just I don't know. I just feel like they could have did better, with Bobby. They could have did yeah, better. They definitely could have. And the fact that he wasn't one of the smartest, like he could have been the smartest one in the group. He could have been just as knowledgeable as the other two kids. You know what I'm saying? He could have been coming up with the plans and all of that shit like the other two kids. Right. But why not? Why couldn't he do that? Why did they pigeonhole him he was, to be? He was the fall guy. Right. I didn't like that. I didn't like it he at was all. The it fall guy. Me. Also, <laughs> this one ain't as serious, but the vampire, this is a dislike. The vampire that came into the um bodega when they were hiding, uh-huh. his fucking hairline. Bruh, what the fuck was that? They couldn't get that nigga a lace front. Yo. What the I don't fuck? know what the fuck was going on with that 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 mop that what? he had going on. And he there. had the little piece coming down on the on yes. the right side, but yes. then this little deep M. Like his hairline was back behind his ear, but then he had a piece hanging down over his eye, like yes. Aaliyah. I was like, what the fuck is going on with his hair? Yes. <laughs> and, and and not for nothing, I ain't even really look at it. Until that scene where he threw little man up against the wall and he had him on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you could really see, Yo. like, this wig is out of place. It was a mess. This a wig mess. is out of like, order. Y'all gonna make it, go out of your way to get this man a wig, but y'all gonna Tyler Perry it? 
at least give him a lace front that come to the tip. Come, come, come all the way to the edge. Why are you gonna give him a lace front with an M for hairline? Why right. would you do that? Right. <laughs> so that? another thing that I thought was extra is <laughs> our boy Luis, young Gregory Diaz. The, mm-hmm. Oh, the fourth, young Gregory Diaz. Um, he plays the cowardly friend who, instead of having like most cowardly friends, asthma, he has CJ. diabetes. CJ. I was like, so they didn't want to do asthma. And I thought about that shit too. I was like, they didn't want him to be too, doing the pump and the... <gasps> they didn't want that. They gave so him a of bottle of orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's sipping on my blood sugar. Slipping, slipping on the damn orange juice. I was like, what the fuck is First of all, I don't know no one that could keep a drink in their pocket that fucking long. This nigga had, had the no same orange drink. getting all warm and well, nasty. He had the same drink from the time he came outside till till the next morning after they beat the vampires. <laughs> I was like, yo, how long is he gonna be sipping on this nasty ass juice? And then I was like, I don't know a single person with diabetes that when they blood sugar get low, they take a swallow of orange juice and it's all good. Who? Well, when? Nobody does that. What? It was so dumb. And then they never really said that he had diabetes. I just assumed because he kept talking about his blood sugar. His blood sugar. It was stupid. It was so dumb. This is really stupid. (laughs) I'm looking like who the fuck's whose kid is this? (laughs) We don't know because he diagnosed this nigga. He didn't have parents. Exactly. Not in danger of being taken by the hood. Anyway, let's move on. Right. (laughs) Let's move on. Um. Another thing I didn't like, the vampire cliches. The who? It was like the vampire cliches, like nothing was original with the stake in the heart and the sunlight and all this shit. And I wish they had given it when a I, little bit more of an original I, thought. When I seen these motherfuckers were swinging from the ceiling. CJ, like I said, what the, are these niggas on the ceiling? Yes. Vampires don't, the vampires have come a long way from swinging from the fucking ceiling. I was like, this is some mess. They really just got them hanging on the ceiling like they bats. But before that, they were sleeping in coffins. So I was like, which one is it? Are they in coffins or hanging from the ceiling? They wasn't in the coffins because the kids found them and came in there and and, and was supposedly... Did they kill our dick? No, they didn't kill him. Mm -mm. Oh. Mm -mm. But yeah, they they found them in the coffins. So then now they they use the coffins as decoys while they hide on the ceiling. Mm -hmm. But I was like, these niggas is really sleep on the ceiling? And and, uh, It was corny. What is that? What did they call that dude? The familiar. Right. That dude, which is in every vampire movie, the one human who sells out the human race so that he can right. be a fucking vampire. Which I'm fine with that because they had that even in like Vampire in Brooklyn. That was um Kadeem. It's his name Kadeem Hardison. Hardison. Yeah. Yeah. That was his role in that. Yeah. But my problem with the familiar. But Kadeem Hardison at the end of the movie eventually becomes a fucking vampire. Did he? he I don't becomes- know. He That's true, he did. But at that point, wasn't he already like decrepit kind of? Because he, yeah, he went he through it. Definitely Igor. He was he, he went was through it in that movie. That yeah. movie is hilarious. I love Vampire in Brooklyn. And I thought this movie was going to be something like that. That's what the That's vibe what I thought I we were going. Though. And so I wasn't upset at the campiness because once I started watching, I was like, I agree with you. It was it definitely gave me goosebumps for sure. Mm-hmm. It was it was goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? It was for kids. And I was like, all right, well, now that I know that, I'm going to just go with it and let it be. So let's get into 
but we both already said that we liked the message and we felt like the, I, I felt like the message came across pretty well without them beating it over your head yeah. you know what I mean like they state it very plainly and very clearly but it also doesn't feel like they're shoving it down your throat and so I appreciated that I thought the message was done well and it was a real message for the Bronx for sure um and very relevant to current times so I thought that was great if you don't have anything else to say about that or any more to add about like characters you know shit like that I would like to go to I got questions do you have questions because I <laughs> have questions let me hear your question let's go okay <clears throat> my first question why would they open and then converse while standing over the coffin of the vampire? One of those stupid movies, one of those stupid moments that, that comes along in just about every movie where you have the thing that can save the day. You have uh, uh, your antagonist that needs to go down. Instead of killing him, you find sympathy, humanity, uh, a conversation. That, to be honest with you, I could or, fuck with or, that or, because I, I have stuff like but that. But in this one, it was banter. It was just banter. They were just talking. Like, they forgot what they came there to do. They were just standing there so, uh, you know, how about them uh bodega cats? It was like, what the fuck? Can y'all kill the vampire? Something? Like, do something. Then when he wake up, they running and screaming. Next question. One of those dumb moments. Go on. Why, in that same moment, even though Miguel saw that guy had no reflection in the bodega, did he think that he would be able to film him? Make it make sense. <sighs> I guess Miguel is not as smart as he says. No. No. Because that's where Coco Jones' character, Gloria, was like, he's a vampire. He doesn't have yeah, a reflection. They you can't They don't have him. souls. Like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? And when the bodega dude found out about it, though, he standing in the store, an old girl came in there looking for them, and he saw on the camera that she ain't had no reflection. Mm -hmm. When he stood back up, and he was like, yeah. Right. He's like, right. I'll yeah. tell him. Yeah, he's like, all right, girl. All right, I'll let him know. Okay. All right. I was like, yo, I was like, damn, Meryl bro, you're gonna so die good now. In that role, man. Meryl did so good in that role. Um, I got a few more questions. I don't know if you want to drop one. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm gonna let you run. Okay. Next question. What was with the white people and all the AAVE lingo? What was with the lingo? Yes. Why did that white girl when she was walking when she was asking um the the uh Marrow, real talk? That's not how white girls speak at all. That's I've no, never heard white real talk. At the end. What did the white dude say at the end when he was That's like, what's up? Yeah, that's that's what's up. I was like I ain't never in my life heard of a, a middle-aged white man say that's what's up. That's what's up. And it didn't even fit the moment. Why did nah, he say that? The kid was not telling him you're their familiar. They playing you. You always going to be their pet. And he was like that's what's up. That's what's up is a threat. That don't mean I agree with you. <laughs> they used it as I agree with you. <laughs> and then he but let the no, kids free. The way he said it, it sounded like he was cool with being a familiar. Like, that's what's up. No, the way he said it was like, you right. Like, that's what's up. Like, and it was like, that's not how that phrase is used. That is a fucking threat. If you say it that way, it's either a threat or it's like, whatever you do and I fuck with. I'm done. That's not, so I was like, so he's setting them free now? Why? Like, where's the storyline that shows where he is, like, ready to, like, turn on the vampires? Because I haven't seen that. And all of a sudden, he's, that's what's up, and then turn on the vampires. What in the hell is going on in this movie? Exactly. He, he, he lost it at that point. Oh, I was done. I was like, this is foolishness right here. Okay, he lost next it at question. That point. 
go. Why do they need special powder to turn someone into a vampire? Since when? Like, what the fuck was that? Since when? Like, First she of all, really was like, this is the, the, the ashes of the original vampire. And once we use this and blow on someone and then we bite them and then they will be a vampire. I was like, what type of, I ain't never seen no shit like that before in my life in any vampire movie. What? It, that kind of that kind of makes sense on why it's only eight of y'all. Right. <laughs> like the fact that y'all need special powder to Word. turn someone into a vampire. How, how much ashes could this motherfucker have possibly had? I'm saying, like, that don't make no fucking sense at all. Mm-hmm. My last my last question in relation to the powder. They were all, they were all really going to stand there and watch this woman turn Bobby into a vampire. They were all gonna stand there and watch that. The whole of them people in that one. They were woman. all gonna stand there and the watch that. The whole of the neighborhood is standing there. She blow the powder hole in Bobby talking about. And now for the next step, she had yep. time to say step one, blow powder. Yes. Step two, bite you. And they all standing there watching. She about to turn this boy into. Nobody's going to do nothing. Nope, Bobby was going to die. That's it. They sure didn't give a fuck about him. They did not give a shit about Bobby's little black ass. Nope. He was gonna be just like his daddy. <laughs> yeah. Dead, dead, dead the in them streets. <laughs> <laughs> they did not give a fuck about Bobby. For real. That was foul. For real. So they they definitely gonna stand by, watch him die, mm-hmm. and, and hold up. I had something on my mind just now too when you said that. <laughs> I had something on my mind too when you said that. About Bobby? About Henny. About Henny. What happened to him? Henny, these fools, they go to kill the kids, catch the kids. The kids run out of some 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 back alley. The kids look left as vampires that way. Henny behind them, it's an open alley this way. They go through the open alley. These fools see three vampires, four. start shooting four vampires, shoot the vampires, and then start dapping each other up. Yeah, we shot them niggas though. We shot, we did that though. Word, no, we shot them. First I of all, look at that like yo, I don't know a lot of thugs. Down. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know a lot of thugs, but I don't know any thugs that shoot people and then turn their friends and be like, We did that. We shot them, bro. We did that shit, yo. We be shooting. You be shooting. Word. Your gun got bullets. My gun got bullets. Word up. Like, what? They didn't even sound authentic. Like, I, I, I didn't take them seriously at, at all. all. That was the clowny. And then when the vampires got back up with the cliche. That shit was terrible right. to lean up. First of all, their arms was like this. They had their arms across their chest. Yeah. Who, you just got shot up. Who fell? Who falls like that? <laughs> That's so one. dumb. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? Who are these people supposed to be? Like, It was so corny. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, I got one more fucking question. One more. So you mean to tell me that they filmed this? Oh Lord. <laughs> when it starts off like that, <laughs> you know it's fucking real. <laughs> oh, it's very real. Go. So they filmed this on 165th and Grand Concourse. That's where this whole movie supposedly take place. Gloria actually at one point says, this place on 165th is closed. This place on Grand Concourse is closed. Keep your eyes open. Keep watching, whatever. And was it not a single solitary Nigerian or Ghanaian anywhere? Anybody who knows the Bronx knows that from 155th to like 174th or 180th and Grand Concourse, 
That shit is little Africa. Ain't nothing but Nigerians and Ghanaians, Ethiopians, South Africans. If you ain't from Africa, what you doing in that neighborhood? Because it ain't for you. Big facts. Where were they? Even if you Spanish in that area, you the dark. You know that ain't your neighborhood. You know. I was like, y'all mean to tell me they are 160 for the Grand Conquest? I ain't seen not one person in no type of African garb. I didn't see no Muslims. And they be Muslims in the street praying. In the street. They shut down the whole neighborhood when it's time for prayer. And everybody's outside in the street praying. And people who are there who are not Muslims give respect and space. Because we know. We walk in the street because they take right. up the whole damn sidewalk. Right. We let them have the sidewalk because we like, we know this is your time to pray and we are not going to disrespect. And so I was like, the right. fact that that wasn't there. And I'm like, sure, I understand. Y'all can't shut down for prayer, blah, blah, blah. But at least to not have no Africans out there. Really? Wow. I didn't even notice that. That shit wow. had me really like, wow, really? Uh, are y'all sure y'all in the Brooks? Yeah. Are y'all sure y'all on 165th and Grand Concourse? Or did y'all just take a whole lot of shots of the Bronx? I think that was part of gentrification. Nah. (laughs) Stop seeing the normal people. Nah. Because then they would have mentioned that. They would have said something. Since that was a part of the the larger message of the movie, they would have mentioned that. Mm. But yeah. I didn't even notice that. But yeah, that's that area is Little Africa. Were like and like you said, there's certain areas in the Bronx. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, that yes, the Bronx is heavy Dominican and Puerto Rican, but there are yeah. certain areas in the Bronx that you know. There's a whole area of the Bronx that is all Italians. There's yeah. a whole area of the Bronx that is all Jamaican, Haitian, um, yeah. people from Guyana, all the Caribbean. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then there's that area that is all Africans. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck? Like, you're not finna shoot a movie on 233rd and Gun Hill and not had nobody talking about, you know, oxtail and, and roti. That's not going right. down. Right. That don't make sense. Right. So it was like, right. y'all just erase an entire continent of people Word. from this neighborhood. <laughs> but y'all supposed to be a movie about erasing people. So right. what? Again. It don't work for me. <laughs> For the people who know better, we saw that they were erased. Okay. <laughs> I guess for the people who live there, who visited, we know what 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 takes up space. And to not see it there, it's like, oh shit, did that go with gentrification too? Okay. Cause you walk through that neighborhood in the summertime and it's people if they cars out there with the, the windows down and the doors open, it's nothing but afro beats pumping all through that neighborhood. Facts. And then you go to a next neighborhood and it's nothing but reggaeton pumping all through that neighborhood. But at 155th to 180th and Grand Concourse, Africa. And so where were they? (laughs) Where were they? (laughs) All right, please. Do you have questions? Go with your questions. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You covered all the bases. All right. The questions, (laughs) they hit. All right. My biggest question was about Bobby, though. Listen, Bobby really rubbed me the wrong Really stand there and I want to see how they do it. Because obviously it's bigger than just biting a nigga. I want to see what she do. Like they hold, like the, there really was a point in the movie, there the whole die. neighborhood is out there fighting the one last surviving vampire. She grabs Bobby and the whole neighborhood literally stands back and gives her space while she turns him into a vampire. And I'm like, what is happening? She had time to dip into her bag, grab her little dust, blow, blow on it, it, 
<laughs> and then had time to say out loud, and now for the now next for step. Next step. <laughs> and nobody did anything. What? <laughs> what? Y'all really not gonna help him? All, all y'all gotta do is hit her at once. The fact that they were fighting her one at a time, and it was like 40 of them out there. All of y'all, first of all, we know good or well that ain't going down the Bronx. The Bronx exactly. love jumping the motherfucker. That's okay. <laughs> There's one thing we do in the Bronx, it is jump a nigga. <laughs> so it's like, y'all really not all going whoop her ass at once? Really? Mm-hmm. It's lies. Somewhere is lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, on a, wow. on a scale of one to five flattened loaves of bread due to a bodega cat napping on it, what do you give this movie? <laughs> I give this movie a two. Really? Yeah. This is probably my lowest rated. No, I think done. you I think you gave like a, a two to uh, the Freddy, the 2010 Freddy. Oh, yeah, I did, definitely. But on this one, I give this one a two. I love its message. I think that that needs to be seen and heard. I love its message. Um, I definitely think this is a movie for the family. So do not get with your adult friends and think this is going to be that movie that's going to uh, keep you guys entertained on a drunk night. It just might. Maybe but on a drunk I think it's, yeah, it just might on a drunk night. But I think this is definitely a movie for, you know, uh, a thought provoking uh, conversation with your kids on the future of their environment and the roles that they could play in it. So if you want to have that conversation with your kids, I think this is definitely a, a good way to open that door and give them some insight on who they want to be. Do they want to be the Bobbies or do they want to be little mayor, the kid who's trying to say something? I don't even like that. Life. You have to phrase it that way. Cause why is Bobby even an, a negative alternative? Right. Right. I don't like I, it. But that, and to be real with you, Bobby was working hard to change the neighborhood too. They just yeah. tried to portray him as doing something other than. So right, right. Or better yet, do you want to be the Hennessy, the Henny? Do you want to be the vampire or the Henny, or do you want to be one of the kids who are doing shit to make things better? Right. There we go. So out of those, you know, you're gonna pick your position and, and in your community, in your role in life as you go along and and as your professionalism grows and peaks. So I think this is one way of opening that door with your kids. I think this movie is good for that a thought-provoking conversation. Yeah, I get that. I, I cannot rate this as an adult watching this. I'm have to, I have to go and talk to 10-year-old Kathleen. Okay. And 10-year-old I, Kathleen got this as a four, 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 four. Oh, plus 10-year-old five. Kathleen gives this a four and a half. 10-year-old Kathleen <laughs> will watch this over and over and over and over and over again. Okay? Okay. 10-year-old Kathleen loves it. All I, right. I, and, I, I would have to agree with that because 15-year-old me would probably watch this too. Yeah. Yeah. As an adult woman, this movie was not for me. It's definitely for kids. It's yeah. definitely campy and silly. It was not for me. And... Mm. I wasn't disappointed by that. Yes, I would have liked it to be more like more adult, a little bit more complex. Mm-hmm. I would have appreciated that, but I'm okay with that not being the case. I'm just happy that we got a movie in the Bronx and the Bronx wasn't dirty. And you know what I mean? It wasn't garbage everywhere or everybody's on the street looking stupid. We had good kids just living their life in the in the hood and that was appreciated. But and not for nothing in real life, people, 
The Bronx is not piles of garbage. It's not. <laughs> all over the place. It's not. And, and like tons of homeless people. Because to be honest, the Bronx is the last stop on a lot of trains. Yep. So the homeless people travel through the whole city. It, it, it's okay. Not, you, it's will, not, you will see more homeless people stop. laying about on the street in Manhattan downtown area than you will ever see in the Bronx. There's really not that many homeless people on the street in the Bronx. There are exactly that you have certain areas and a lot of those areas are probably uh, areas where the homeless know that they can, you know, panhandle a little bit. And that's the right. shopping areas and, and right. side streets on the side of the shopping area. And even Other there, that, like, even there, like I was shocked when I moved out here to the East Bay and I was like, yo, really, there's just people just laying out on the curb, just sleep. Mm-hmm. That's not some shit you see in the Bronx. Yeah. I think that's just because New York as a whole, there's more options for where homeless people can go to like feel safe or to, to, I guess, hide. And that's Mm -hmm. not really a thing here. You'll see homeless people on a train all the time. You'll see homeless people in the subway all the time. But to see them in a neighborhood in the Bronx, that is not something you see at all. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I have to rate this as 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 the child version of me. As an adult watching this, I I would probably give it a pretty low rating too. But I have to I have to rate it for who it is. It's it's okay. for who it's for. So I guess if we're gonna do it that way, you know, I would definitely give it a solid four. I'd give it a four three point five, but I'll, I'll I'll give it four just for good faith because it's about the Bronx and it's definitely about keeping the Bronx a community mm-hmm. and not you know, a circle for a bunch of conglomerates to come and take over and right. just gut us out. Right. You know, so I definitely, you know, will go give it a four for that. I agree. And I also just give it a four because I know if I was 10 and I had watched this at 10, I would have loved this shit. Yeah. I would have watched it every day. Okay. Yeah. I would have lived for it. Like there are movies it's I know that- Think about it. Watching the movies that we watch, watch the movie that we watch now like the shit that we watched back in the day, watching it now, it looked like something we would watch. It did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I rated that way. Because I was like, yo, this fit right in with the type of shit that I was watching when I was between the ages of 10 to 14. This fit right in there. Okay? I would have loved this shit. And that's why I know I would have loved it. If I was a kid watching it, I would have loved it. As an adult, man. And the thing is, had I watched it first as a kid and was re-watching it, I would still have that love because it was the nostalgia there. But because right. it was the first time watching it, it just didn't hit that way. And it was just right. like, it's not doing what I needed to do. But I, I appreciate it. And I think that there is an audience for it. I'm just not a part of the audience. Okay. And that's not Understandable. And that's that's where we stand on this. So this one that's gets it. us, you know, the adult me gives this a two. The uh, kid in me gives it a four. Same, same, yeah. There we go. All righty. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have did that one good. I've that's really good. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So I couldn't decide between playing a game I call what's the scenario and mm-hmm. guess who. But because we are on a time crunch and I got stuff to do, we're going to just play guess who because what's the scenario might take more time. But we will play that at some point. Guess so who. we're going to think of 
well, you can think of your own topic. Just keep it within sci-fi, horror, fantasy, a person, okay. whoever the person is, and ask the 20 questions. You can. You want to go first? Um, Sure, I can go first. All right, so I you got a person go. in mind? Yes. Okay. All I'm going to ask you to say before I start asking questions is, like, is it horror, sci-fi, or fantasy? And is this a villain? Is this a horror? Is this a background character? I mean, villain or hero or background character, something like that. This character is from horror. I don't know if you would call him a villain, but you can definitely call him a narrator and a storyteller. Okay. They're from horror, narrator, or storyteller? Mm-hmm. He okay. has one of the most iconic laughs in horror history. You shouldn't have done that. Because now, before <laughs> I ask my 20 questions, I already know who this is. <laughs> but for the sake of for the sake of the game, I'm gonna ask my 20 questions. Okay. Um, is this person alive or dead? This person is dead, definitely dead. Okay. Uh, do they live in a coffin? I think he sleeps in one. Okay. I already know who it is. So it's hard to come up with questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say who it is. It is the Crypt Keeper. From yes. Tales of the Crypt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that fucking laugh, yo. Tales from the from Crypt. The crypt. <laughs> you know that voice really well. <laughs> Into that shit a little too damn well. Shoot. One of my favorite shows late night when I was supposed to be going to bed for school. It's a good show. Watching Tales from the Crypt on HBO. It's a good show. It was on HBO. I didn't realize that show was on HBO. Tales from the Crypt originally aired on HBO. Did not know that. Yep. I thought it was on like CBS or some shit. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. I just didn't remember. Yep. We can only watch it when the cable was stolen. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that. We watch it sporadically. I don't remember like seasons and shit. I just remember there'd be times that we was real tales from the crib heavy and then it was gone. Mm -hmm. So that's clear that it was on HBO. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much how it worked. All right, right. let's go. Let me got your character. Not yet. Hold on. Let me think of a character. I want to try and make it hard. Let me think. Ooh, I got it. All right, so this is from fantasy. We'll say fantasy. I don't think there's any real sci-fi or horror in this. It's mostly fantasy. Okay. And they are a hero. <clears throat> okay, they're a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a male or female? Male. And you know, we're supposed to be doing yes or no questions. I fucked it up because I didn't do a yes or no question, but go ahead. Okay. So the male. Male. Um, is he a puppet? No. Um, is he is he black? No. Okay, white man. He's a hero. Um, is he? Does he have powers of any kind? Yes. Okay. Um, is he disfigured in any way? This one is hard to answer. So I'm going to just say, okay, two hints I'm going to give you. One, I said he wasn't black. I did not say he was white. Two, Mm. two, he has 
parts of him that are not normal body figures or things on his body that are not normal for a human, but he is not disfigured. Like he's it's not a deformity of any type. Okay. Is he an is he a lot is he an alien? No. Is he a mythical creature? Partially. Partially. Male hero, mythical creature. Um and he has powers. Um how many questions have you asked so far? I ain't been keeping track. I think this is probably number nine. Okay. I'm at nine. Okay. Um uh, uh where 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 does he come from? That's a little too much. You're gonna have to I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. Nah. Um, yes or no only. I can't do that one. Okay. Um does this person have a lair? No. Mm. Are they live action? No. Is that a cartoon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cartoon. I think you got like seven questions left. Yeah. Um. Let me see. God damn. <laughs> um, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> goodness. You're going to be mad when you realize who it is. <laughs> oh, man. Do they have... Uh, uh, who does the voiceover? I don't know. That I don't know. Okay. I won't count that question because I don't know the answer to it. Okay. So, um, Do they live in an imaginary world or something? No, it's not imaginary. No. Okay. Um, do they have any sidekicks? Not really. Okay. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Okay. Um, do they have siblings? Yes. Okay. They're not an adult. Is he an adult? I'm trying to... What do you consider an adult? 18 and over? No. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. Teenager. God damn. <laughs> got four more questions. God damn. Um, do they have any pets? No. Hmm. Is he a, a scientist? No. If he has powers. Um, can he fly? No. You got one more question. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn. You got to be Would you stuck. like a hint before? All right, give me a hint. I don't know how helpful this would be, but anime. Did I make it worse or did I help? Okay, I have one more question, right? Yeah. Is his girlfriend in this show? Yeah. Is it Inuyasha? It is! How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> 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 yes, you look nice, baby. <laughs> I see you. How the fuck Inuyasha. did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I knew once I was going to say anime. I knew if I said anime, no, I was going to Once you said, well, 
anime and his girlfriend, girlfriend right? Kagome. Once yep. I, yes, I see you. Nice. What's I, what's, what's I heard? Girlfriend. First thing I heard was Inuyasha, 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 Inuyasha. Inuyasha! Kagome! That's that whole series. If you want to yes. know what Inuyasha is about, yes. Inuyasha! Kagome! The whole thing. You get to listen to them say each other's names. Over and for, mo- over for multiple it's a reasons. Great show, though. Yeah, it's a great but, show, but for multiple geez. reasons. This dude, he had a fight. She just standing on the sideline. She sleep. Or something is happening to her. His hand right. is out. <laughs> oh man. I'm so mad that you figured it out. I thought sure <laughs> I had you. Damn. I'm so mad. You almost had me though. I know to the end, like the last few questions brought it in. Damn, damn, you it. at me though. Damn, oh, what you said. That's say, why I had to ask what you mean by adult because I was like, technically, they're not, they're not adults, they're, they're like not teenagers. adults, but they're not kids. Yeah, so they're teenagers. Like, teenagers. So, and he do got siblings, but one of my favorite villains of yes. all times. Yeah, what is his brother's name again? What's his name? Um, oh, Sashomaru. Yeah, Sashomaru. Sashomaru, my favorite villain. I love that motherfucker. He's so cool He's with cool. it. He's mad cool. Like mad it's cool you can with say it. to him. Even yes. when he losing the battle, he like, so you think you're going to win? <laughs> He'll be like, you won. You beat me. Right. I'm going to kill you, though. I will yeah. be back. I'm going to turn into this tiny is. speck of dust, blow away in the wind, regenerate, and then I'll come back next season. Yep. Stronger than ever. That's exactly what happened. Plan. That was exactly the storyline. He was a tiny little speck. <laughs> <laughs> and it came back. So, ow. <laughs> it's a great show. Anyway. Yeah. Loved it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. So, I uh, hope you had a good time. I know you had a good time. Uh, right. Go and watch Vampires versus the Bronx. You know, let your children watch it. Keep. Right. Oh, I wanted to mention. Um, one of my homies listened to the last episode and she gave her answers to the the would you rather that we had done before. And uh-huh. she was like, nah to everything. <laughs> she was and she agreed with you that she would let Freddie take her eyes before she let <laughs> um Blade get at her booty hole with his knife. So <laughs> shout out to my friend uh Chantel. She's SR Hannon at SR Hannon on uh Instagram. And she was showing us some love on our Instagram page, which is Loud It Pod. That's L O U D I T T two T's P O D. And we're also on Twitter. So follow us, show us some love, talk to us. And as you see, we will shout you out, you know, Definitely. and we will talk back. Okay. We Definitely. want some interaction with you guys. Come on. Definitely. Um you can follow me at Kathleen underscore Natea on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know where you can follow my brother because every episode he says he's changing his social media and he doesn't. I don't know what his ats are. Well, my at is... Can't hear you. My at is at Nino the Kid. That's N-E-E-N-O-D-A-K-Y-D-D. It's not that. That is 
No, it isn't. CJ, I will at you right now on Instagram. It's N-E-E-N-K-Y-D. Well, okay. Is that it, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's Mean Kid. So that's the short version. So at Mean Kid. What you changed was your name. You have to change your at. Okay. That's how people will find you. You got to change your at because that's what I'm linking in the show notes. And it don't go to you because <laughs> okay. you right. gave the wrong chick. So, you know, I'm elderly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, he'll get his social media together at some point and it'll be in the show notes at that point. But right uh, now, uh, you can just hit me up at, at mean kid n e e n k y d. Yes, all that. Uh, and that's that. We will see you next time where we will be talking about uh, The Fifth Element, one of my all-time favorite movies. Wow. And I'm going to be honest, I picked it because I need to convince CJ that his choice for a villain he will be friends with is a bad choice. Because the villain in that movie <laughs> ain't shit. Okay? He is a weirdo and he is a weakling. And uh, I hope that you learn that your decisions were bad decisions. so that's what we'll be doing in a couple of weeks time we'll be talking about um the fifth element also happy halloween everybody um yes it's oh stay safe for halloween y'all it's covid covid is is real ain't no halloween really gonna be it ain't gonna be with it if you're gonna do it if you just want to give your kid the experience man go buy some candy everybody go in their rooms and send your your youngest around don't do that or, or, or something like that or just decorate and have a movie night something right something. I, that makes more sense don't be okay. having your kid knock on the bedroom door talking about trick-or-treat that's terrible okay. don't why do not? that to your child why not be be the one parent that answers the door and says trick <laughs> instead of trick <laughs> trick me bitch what Let's you got see what you got <laughs> <laughs> had a baby looking at you like yeah. damn i didn't even know that was really an option hold on right, make, make it an experience you know so <laughs> Oh, but definitely stay safe out there. Do not just give your kids anything this, this year, man. Regardless of what, remember back in the day, we had to worry about razor blades and the apples. Now we just- That was never really a thing. Nobody well, was doing that. People lied to us. candies or anything like that. The poisonous that candies only happened to one kid. It was his father <laughs> who poisoned his candy. Yeah. Whatever did we you know that that's about. the true story actually, behind that. I actually did not know that. The true story behind where that came from was some man poisoned his own kids candy and poisoned a couple other kids so that it would look like a random thing. He wanted to kill his own child. <laughs> so that wasn't really a oh. thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So be careful taking candy from your parents. Right, y'all parents. <laughs> you be careful. Be careful with that. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we be talking to y'all next time. Definitely. You got something special you want to say to the people? Well, you already know how I feel. Um, I- stay, stay scared, man. Keep watching these movies. Stay tuned in. You know where to find us. Show us love, and we gonna always show the love back. So- exactly. Mm-hmm. Bye. Peace out.